Hello and welcome to Speak Your Truth and Look Good Doing It podcast. My name is Camila, or as you've seen me online, Maria Camila. I'm a brand strategist, photographer, and videographer. This work is about amplifying the visibility of conscious leaders and brands who are wanting to leave this world better than they found it. This podcast is about letting ourselves be seen, both physically and spiritually, and highlighting the nuances we experience as we are growing both personally and professionally. Thank you for being here, and let's go ahead and dive in. Hi everyone, welcome back to the podcast. I'm so happy to have you here. As per usual, I wanted to remind you, I am opening my doors up to anybody that wants to work together, even if you are not located in Arizona. So if you have been thinking of creating uh, photos together, creating B-roll video content together for your brand, you can now connect with me. So. Uh, go ahead and book a call with me and we can talk more to see how we can help you out. But I did want to remind you of that. Now, let's go ahead and dive into this episode. Now, today's episode is going to be about the importance of brand and what it really means and how being a people pleaser and entrepreneurship do not go well together. And I decided to talk about this because... I think in my line of work with creatives or even when I, I use creatives and conscious entrepreneurship interchangeably because I think that being a creative it's like your art and your craft it's like your escapism and it's your happy place so you're not thinking in linear terms when it comes to your creativity but business is linear. Even though business can be creative, there are some things about business that do have a little bit of structure. And I understand that when you are a spiritual entrepreneur or you are a creative, bringing business into the mix is sometimes just not what we think of doing. Also because a lot of us have a relationship with business that's very tied to the corporate world and tied to burnout and tied to hustle culture so i can understand if business rhetoric just sounds foreign and unattractive to you and it used to sound foreign and unattractive to me too because i didn't want to ruin my passion by having to monetize it but as a person who has made it to the other side i've definitely found a sweet spot of still having my creativity where it's nice and juicy and I still give myself room to play and at the same time there is structure in my business where I look at business now as a work of art but at the same time it's still business and this also was inspired because in my network that I'm in I'm surrounded by obviously a lot of creative people whether they're Uh, designers or other photographers or other videographers or people that are selling courses and they are writers and or people that just work in spirituality and I noticed that again there's that resistance of wanting to think very businessy because we think that our creativity is just being of service to the world but something else I want to remind you of is that if you truly yearn to have a life that looks like a work of art, you're going to have to start implementing some businessy topics into it 
and business isn't a yucky word. Business is just relationships. It's communication. And I really have to make that reframe in order for me to even make my own business work. And you get to define what business means for you. It doesn't need to be like the way corporations do it. You get to set the rules with how you want to do that, which actually leads me to brand. Now, when I talk about brand, I want to remind you that brand is what people are going to remember you as. It's the reputation that you're building with your voice. Brand isn't necessarily, like a lot of people think that it's their style of photography or their style of how they do things. And I don't, I don't think that's what brand is. Brand is a set of values of how you hire people, of how you market your business, of how you treat your clients, of how you embody and live and exist within your business. And it's literally the core root of like the culture and the environment. It's like your dream world that you are creating for clients. And in order to have a very sustainable and stable and impactful and memorable dream world, you need to have some very solid foundations in place. And this had me thinking of a strategy session that I was doing with a client and this client, they wanted to sell courses and it was uh, spiritual courses. And as we were going over the strategy session, in the middle of the session, something that the person said was, this feels so serious. <laughs> and they were thinking, when I think of my brand, I think of just childlike sense of wonder or like lightheartedness or like escapism and kind of getting out of the linear world. and. Something I want to remind you of is, yes, that is part of your brand, how the brand looks like from the outside, and that's called brand personality, but how your brand looks from the inside, then that's where your values are. And personally, I believe values are the most important part of your brand because that's how people are going to remember you as, and that's how you're going to position yourself as being different than other people in your industry because you're gonna have a stance on something. In order to have a stance on something, you need to be willing to speak about the things that you wholeheartedly believe in, even if they are unpopular. And that's why I mean, what I was saying earlier in this podcast is, people pleasing and entrepreneurship do not go well together because to be an entrepreneur or a thought leader you got to be a leader first and to be a leader it means that you need to go first and you also need to be a pillar of support for the people that you want to bring into your world and that means that you need to be bought into your story bought into the seriousness of why you started what you started and if you're not taking yourself seriously and you're just wanting to be lighthearted about everything then don't be surprised if those are the results that you're getting in your life is lighthearted everything, lighthearted finances, lighthearted way of living, even though you yearn to feel is actually a deeper connection. Which at the end of the day, that is what we yearn to feel, especially if you are a creative or a spiritual person. Your cre- I know your creativity means a lot to you. I know your craft, your spiritual practice, I know it means a lot to you. 
And I know that there's a level of seriousness that comes to doing this work. So the same kind of seriousness and honor and respect that you have for that happy place when you go create, that same level of seriousness needs to be seen on your socials when you're marketing your business, as you are talking about your business to other people, as you are networking in the way you carry yourself. There needs to be like that candor, that same energy you have when you create your products or when you are creating your business, bring that same energy to the outside world as well. Which again, it's why I keep saying people pleaserness and entrepreneurship or thought leadership, they, they do not go well together. If you wanna be a good one, you have to be willing to buy into the things that you said you believe in, rinse and repeat and become that person that really cares about all those things. It's not something that happens overnight. And I realize that it's not something that's comfortable in the beginning, especially if for a long time in your life, you have worked in corporate, been another person. And then when it comes to your spirit, to like the things that you really care about, that is your actual authentic self. And I realized that if that's been your normal, your usual for a long time, give yourself so much grace when it comes to being seen as you are launching your business because you're you're this is new it's new for you to actually integrate what you do for a living and what you love into one and it's a whole different world i think we are used to compartmentalizing a lot our work and our creativity but if you want to be a spiritual entrepreneur or creative entrepreneur Give yourself so much grace for learning this new language and learning this new world where the two are coexisting in the same place. And another thing I want to tell you is that it is possible for you to still protect your passion, love what you're doing, have that be your sacred safe space, and at the same time, it's also okay to have some structure and to your business, even if it feels robotic at first. A memory that I'm getting when it comes to this is I'm remembering being in a relationship and this was when Nate, Nate and I first met and I realized that Nate is a very intuitive person for everything. Very, very intuitive, not a lot of structure. And me on the other hand, with all of the self-help work that I had done, I was more structured even in the way we would interact. And, and to me, I see structure as a good thing. I think that relationships over time, you do need to have some, it's like a framework in the way you go about your relationship. Even though relationships and human to human dynamics can be so romanticized and can be so fluid and can be so just like a, a blob of feelings and there's a beauty to that. But at the same time, the beauty of psychology and all of these linear tools about our world is helping us enhance that romantic experience by having uh, formalities in the way we go about our business or our relationships. And I remember I, like when it came to, like, like for instance, an example that would happen between Nate and I is that I would always reply to something that he said. I would like, 
Because something that I learned in relationships or in sales is that when you want to make someone feel understood is you use the same words that they use and be empathetic towards them first. And then after you do that, then that's when you deliver the message of what you wanted to say. And I remember I was kind of slow and I was very um, intentional about it. And his feedback to me was, it sounds so robotic. You sound so robotic as you're saying this. And it's interesting because it's true. It was kind of robotic. Like when you are implementing certain frameworks, it is kind of robotic. But the truth is that the, these robotic ways of being or these linear ways of being, this is what's going to keep us afloat so that you feel heard, I feel heard, and we're able to coexist together better. And I'm not a relationship expert, but I think that's something that we can take away that of how to coexist with principles, business principles, a little bit of structure in our life, and at the same time, have some space to be creative and to be indifferent or excuse me or to be different and to just do whatever you intuitively feel like doing the two can coexist and it's beautiful when the boat when the two coexist so anyway that is my message for today um brand is super important it doesn't matter whether you are just working on social impact. It doesn't matter if you are a creative spiritual entrepreneur. It doesn't matter if you are none of those things, or maybe you're like wanting to stick with corporate. Like brand is all it is, is having clarity on your voice and the things that you really, really care about and continuously repeating said thing over and over again and amplifying that over and over again, because it's going to be the core of who you are and how that transcends into who you bring onto your team, what kind of uh, clients it is that you attract, the way that you treat your clients, what kind of products you create, all of it. It's all encompassing. It's all based on those values that you come up with. And it, it's a very important step that I recommend not skipping. So, all right, if you found value in this, go ahead and share it on Instagram. Other than that, I will catch you on the next episode and we'll talk soon.